Hello everybody and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of adult children of alcoholics in Cowboy Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting to attend, go to adultchildren.org and click on Meetings. This week we're hearing again from our friend Sue, who spoke on reading the Red Book with a friend. Please enjoy! Is it okay if I take this off? Is anybody, is everybody okay with that? You okay? Okay. Hi, I'm Sue. Hey, Sue. Thanks for asking me, Steve. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad to be here. Um, so I have kind of an odd tool, and it's a tool that I think I made up, and so it's not in the book. So I thought about, like, what am I going to read? So I looked for hope in the back, and there wasn't really anything good about hope, but I <laughs> I'm very hopeful. So anyway, um, I wanted to read something from the introduction um, from a really well-known ACA, uh, Claudia B. And um, so I'm going to read that, and then I'm going to talk about my tool. Adult children are survivors and have taken a lot of pride in that identification, yet I think we all deserve a lot more than that in our lives. ACA is the path to offer that to us. It is not necessarily an easy path. At times it can be scary, at times painful. But hang on to the vision of where it leads you. Pay attention to the process, but remember to have fun. Recovery is not about perfection. It is in the becoming that we experience the promises of recovery. Learn to validate yourself by becoming your own loving parent. Don't judge recovery or yourself. Acknowledge the little steps along the way. In doing so, you will move from shame to self-worth, from secrecy to honesty, loneliness to connection with self and others, and from silence to having a voice. And then she says, let me leave you with these thoughts as you make your journey through these steps. And this is just kind of like a bunch of good ideas. So listen to your inner child, not with fear, but with openness. Love this child for all she or he had to defend against. Know that feelings are to be listened to. They are cues and signals that indicate where you are and what you need. Mistakes are a sign of growing. Remember to be gentle with yourself. Success is not relative to others. It is a feeling of love and accomplishment for yourself. Recovery is accepting yourself for who you are, no longer waiting for others to define you or approve you of you. It is safe to time, take time to play today. Play fuels your creativity, tickles your inner child, and nurtures your soul. May you respond with the vulnerability of your child, but with the strength of your adult. Surround yourself with people who respect and treat you well. In faith, one finds the strength to survive times of great fear and sadness, Claudia B. Which I think is pretty amazing advice for all of us. So I seem to have developed this kind of weird recovery tick. Um, it started about eight years ago, and um, I was sponsoring a fellow in another program, and she was struggling mightily. Um, she couldn't stop drinking, 
And I had been sponsoring her for a, a long time at that point, seven, eight, nine years or something. And I didn't really know what to do, but because I knew her for so long and I had heard, I had gone all through, through the steps with her and I knew her very intimately, I knew that this is where she belonged. But we lived in different boroughs and because of her work schedule in my life, we had a hard time getting together. So I said to her, why don't we both get a copy of the big book, red book, which I hadn't, I hadn't had one before, and let's read it to each other over the phone. So it took us over a year and a half, and we started inside the, the front cover and we read the entire book to the indexes in the back. And it was such an amazing experience. Um, what happened was, was that, I can only speak for what happened for me, but <clears throat> the book is so fertile. There's so much in there. And I am a chronic interrupter, and so that's why it took a year and a half. <laughs> we would read, and then I would like chew on each sentence. There was just so much stuff in there that I hadn't had permission to think about. I hadn't looked at it that way. It hadn't occurred to me to look at it that way. Um, there was a gentleness that was so different than anything I had been accustomed to in my recovery at that point. I was uh, in recovery over 25 years, so I'd had a lot of exposure. And this was a completely different vantage point. So this kind of bizarre recovery tick that I developed is a combination of kind of like marinating in the literature with a fellow and kind of doing like active listening and mirroring back and forth. It became like this bizarre hybrid of a way to introduce, introduce ourselves to a new way of recovering. And um, believe it or not, eight years later, we just started the book again, like about three months ago. She called me and said, I think I'm ready to read the book with you again. But the truth is, is between now and then, Anytime I could find a victim, I mean a friend, <laughs> that's willing to read the book with me on the phone or anybody who's, who's interested, um, we, I just get on the phone with them. Um, and we read the book. Um, I've, I, I, for whatever reason, well, obvious reason was I, I've read chapter eight maybe, maybe seven or eight times with other people because that chapter eight is the solution, how to become your own loving parent. And um, I remember when I first got the book, I went to the index and I was like, oh my God, the solution. That's what I need is a solution. Um, although we did read the book cover to cover. So, um, so some, some really interesting things happened with myself and this friend. Um, our relationship shifted and a new level of intimacy developed between the two of us because we were both treading this new water together. We both knew that we needed to be here. Um, I, and I knew that we weren't gonna get together physically, but just to have an opportunity, I, I, guess, I guess the most important thing for me is that I felt as, I, as though I had literally marinated in the literature for a protracted period of time. So a couple of things that I learned from that was that something that I missed in my childhood is that I do better working with other people. I learn better with other people. When I'm practicing the steps in my other program, when I get to the third step, I recommend that the person that I'm working that step with 
like to just be quiet for a second and like see what the color of the light is and see if they can smell anything. Hopefully it's not my dogs. Feel like the temperature of the air on their skin. Feel their bodies against their seat because the third step is where we begin to access, you know, our relationship with our higher power. And that when stuff gets t hard, like they can have a place to come back to and maybe summon up that feeling of the light or the scent or the temperature or hearing my dog bark, dogs bark. Um, and so um, that's kind of what happens in, when, when I've been doing this reading with other people in, in the book. I kind of, I go into a safe space. It can be, it's usually my bed. I usually have my three dogs on me. I often, I can have a cup of coffee or I can, I can you know, I'll be in my pajamas or very comfortable. And it, it, there's something about like letting my um, nervous system calm down to that point and to be in such a comfortable, safe, familiar place that, um, that I, I feel like maybe I'm a little bit more, I have a little more access or maybe it has a little more access to me or maybe I have a better chance of actually hearing it. And I know from having been in another program for a very long time, another thing that I learned about myself is that I can't just hear something once and you know absorb it. Like I need to hear things over and over and over. Like I'm not getting over and over. And so this chance of like reading the book with people over the phone has given me a chance to like hear these things on multiple occasions in circumstances that, five, three, thanks, that are comfortable and familiar. And, um, and so that's been incredibly helpful. So after, um, for example, I have another friend that um, she wanted to, to work the steps and I, I'm not ready to work the steps again. So I heard her first step and I said, and I knew she had, was reading this book with a group. So I said, why don't we read another book that has to do with our ACA recovery? So now we're reading that together. So I don't know. It's like a really bizarre recovery tick. It's just, it's really comfortable and comforting. It offers me an opportunity to learn in a way that I didn't realize was a good way for me to learn. And it, um, I can, if I'm on the phone, I can be anywhere. You know, they can be anywhere. There's a level of convenience about it that had happened, you know, pre-pandemic. And, um, yeah, so it's been really, it's, it's been a really interesting experience for me, and um, I highly recommend it. It's, it's a great way to connect. Yeah, we, we always share a little bit beforehand, so we have a chance to, um, you know, touch base with each other and see where we are and, and talk about what's going on. And then it gets encapsulated in recovery. I started to read with someone here and it's a very comforting thing. There's something just very comforting about it. Um, so yeah, that's my weirdo tool. And um, I think that's all I have to say. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you.